Welcome to Right Now Workshop Podcast, where you can write a book and change the world. I'm your host, Kitty Buholtz, and this is episode 163, Positive Energy for Writing, an encouraging words episode coming to you on Sunday, November 3rd, 2019. Well, it is National Novel Writing Month, and so I had to make the Encouraging Words episode have to do with writing. It always has to do with writing in some way or another, but a lot of times it has to do with writing as one of the many aspects of your life. But today, I'm going to talk about the top three tips I have for how I get more positive energy to sit down and write, which a lot of the problem is that first moment of just choosing now is the moment that I sit down, open up my computer or whatever you write on and start writing and don't do anything else. That often is the toughest part, but also um, the staying there, sitting there past, um, you know, the first hundred words, the first 200 words. And then finally for me, uh, I'm the same way in running. And if you can figure out certain habits or ways that you work that seem to be true in a lot of things, then you can start figuring out ways to work with yourself instead of trying to force yourself into um, somebody else's idea of what works. So for instance, when I started uh, learning to become a runner, I was 38, almost 39. And I wanted to do something amazing before I turned 40. So I decided I would run a half marathon before I turned 40. And I think it ended up actually being like the month or two after I turned 40 because the race that um, me and John and our friend Dwight signed up for got canceled due to fire in Los Angeles. So we actually had to run a race a couple of months later. But what I noticed from the very first run, which was, you know, really embarrassingly awful and I wanted to quit and I thought this was a terribly stupid idea. I noticed that it takes me, wait for it, about a mile of running. A mile! I couldn't even run a block the first, well, I did. I ran a block and then I was realizing that that running and sprinting are not the same and I needed to slow down because that was why I wanted to quit. But it takes me a mile to get into like a a rhythm and a flow and feeling like, okay, now I'm breathing right. I'm, my stride is good. My posture is good. My mind is in the right place. Like this doesn't feel like I'm going to kill myself anymore. And then from about one mile until usually it takes me until about the ninth mile before I really start feeling like I need to give myself more positive energy to, to keep going those last four miles. So the first mile and the last four miles for me and running can be the most difficult ones. But once I realized it, then I could tell myself, okay, you just need to get through the first mile, focus on all the techniques that you know that make this work. So breathing, stride, posture, things like that. But then I started noticing so many parallels between trying to teach myself to run and other things that I was doing in life. So for instance, let's talk about writing. One of the most difficult things for me is the actually sitting down and doing it. It's not that I don't want to do it. I want to do it. But I'm like, okay, I don't want to have my mind full of all this other crap that needs to be done today. So I'm going to get all that stuff done and then I can relax sit down with a cup of tea and, you know, roll my shoulders and be like, okay, now I have this whole long period of time to write. But the fact is, is that at least for me and my first, my 21st century life, um, 
Those days are few and far between, and I don't want my writing days to be few and far between just because I have a lot of busy things that need to be done. So then I had to look at it as, okay, that first mile, what needs to be done? Well, I need to, first of all, just force myself through it, (laughs) and I need to think about all the things that make it work for me so that the next few miles are, ah, okay, yep, I might be tired, but I've got this. I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the zone kind of. So for me, for writing, the sitting down is the hardest part and, and just telling myself everything else can wait, you know, an hour or two or three hours or whatever it is that I'm giving myself. So ask yourself what that is for you. It might be the sitting down part or it might be the first words. So The very first chapter when you're just looking at a blank screen sometimes is really annoying because you haven't actually figured out what it was exactly that you wanted to write. You might have an idea of the story that you wanted to tell, even an idea of what the first scene probably would be, but maybe the sitting down and looking at the blank screen and trying to figure out, but how... Like, where do I want to come in into this scene to write the very first scene of the very first chapter? And again, sometimes I'll say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to set the timer for five minutes. I'm going to give, my fi- my, give myself five minutes, stare at the ceiling, close my eyes, whatever, and visualize the scene, like watch it happen like a movie in my mind. And then choose the point where I'm going to start. Oh, okay. It's going to be when she comes running down the steps and, um, you know, sees him standing at the end of the driveway kind of thing. And then I'll be like, okay, so then I can, a lot of times it won't even um, take me the five minutes. I'll just turn off the alarm and start typing. But that's how I get myself into that first, particularly those, those first sentences of the very first chapter. And sometimes I found that that actually is a great technique for me to use every single time I come back to a writing session. So ask yourself, what are some of the things that seem to have worked for you in the past? And can you just make that a habit of doing them every time? Okay. Also regarding positive energy. So, so you have to figure out like what you can compare your writing life to that you're like, oh, I'm like this in other areas of my life. How can I you know, apply what I've learned about how to make those areas work for me into how can I make my writing work better for me. So that was the one thing. But then the other thing is positive energy. For me, I really need positive energy. Even if I'm writing a scary story, um, I need the positive energy of believing that I've got a cool story. Um, I have some cool ideas about, you know, making it scary and I'm excited about writing it. So that kind of positive energy, not necessarily cheerfulness. However, when I'm writing romantic comedy, I really do kind of need to be in a good mood because when I'm not in a good mood, my humorous sarcasm becomes bitter sarcasm and, It's just usually a few words here and there, but the thing is that it just changes the tone if I'm not in a good mood. So for romantic comedy writing, I really need to think of ways that I can be um, my cheerful kitty self because that's when my best kitty romantic comedy voice comes out. So for me, I try to keep in mind (laughs) that my mind is one of the most powerful aspects of my entire being. And so I really want to control my thoughts. Um, Even if something has just now gone horribly wrong, right before my writing session was to start, 
then I just, again, maybe I'll set the timer for five minutes and just do some deep breathing, think happy thoughts, think happy thoughts about my book, think about the happy, romantic, funny things that I have in the story. Um, and then, you know, start narrowing it down to the, the romantic and comedic elements that I plan on writing next in this scene. So whatever I can do to help my mind and make my thoughts in a good positive place, that's one of the things that I have to do. And if I do it before every writing session and kind of, you know, like gearing myself up for it, sort of like when you know you're going to um, go run some errands, you need to um, grab your wallet and your keys and lock the front door and then you unlock the car and get in and put the key in. It's the same thing every time. The same thing every time. Yep, the same thing every time. Because then you start building habits that become unconscious. And this will also help it to be not so difficult. Even on days that would be difficult, it becomes a little bit less difficult. So positive mindset. Um, coming back to the same kinds of ways that you get yourself into the, the mood for it. Whatever that mood needs to be. For me, positive energy. And when writing romantic comedy, um, like literally be in a good mood. But then also, my heart plays a big part. So um, first, my mind. And second, my heart. That is the other thing that plays a big uh, it's just a really big deal in my writing. Um, I need to believe, at least for the time that I'm sitting down, that I am a capable writer. I know how to write good stories that people want to read. Um, I know that I've gotten good reviews or um, that I've gotten good feedback from people who have read things, whether they're published or unpublished. And um, just anything that I can, you know, keep in my mind as far as I am capable and I'm good at this. And every day that I write, I will be better and better. Therefore, if I want to be a better writer, I need to write more and more and more because more and more makes me a better writer. Um, also, as an aside, more and more learning about better writing also makes me a better writer. But um, for the purposes of what do I need to do to sit down and write and write good stuff every day, I need to, I need to be thinking and feeling that this is my thing. This is my thing that I do. And I'm at least good enough at it that I really do deserve to have this time to sit down and write this story down because there's a really good chance that it is going to entertain people in the future. And that is a gift that I can give to people. People can't just go through their whole life drudgery, you know, doing nothing ever that's fun. And that's why we have entertainment. And we, you and I, we are two of the entertainers in the world. We want to make people's lives not drudgery. And so we have to believe that when we sit down and write every single time, or at least enough to get through the writing session. And it becomes more and more of a habit and it adds a lot of positive energy. If you do have anything that somebody has written to you, and what I mean is any kind of something that's written down so that you can print it out, whether it's an email or a um, something that somebody hand wrote on one of the manuscripts manuscripts in a critique group or um, some of the best reviews on something that's already published. And you could just like cut and paste them into a Word document and print it out and tape it next to your computer and be like, these are all the things to remind me that people like my work. Therefore, I should do this. 
Okay, so that's my second thing, your mind, your heart, and gamification. So um, I like I like games. I think a lot of people, we like games even if we don't realize that we do. Um, the idea of um, being rewarded for something, you know, that is, the, that is part of the idea of gamification. So um, on the one hand, I am rewarding myself when I'm writing and I'm wondering what's going to happen next because I have a pretty good idea, but a lot of times I don't really know what happens until I actually am typing it. And I'm like, oh, ooh, that's even better than I was thinking. That gets me really excited. It's like the reward for sitting there and writing. Um, also, I'm really into uh, having good writing t-shirts. So I have all sorts of things. If I'm writing my superhero books, John bought me a t-shirt once with a big supervillain drawing on it. And it says, guns don't kill people, supervillains kill people. And it just makes me laugh. And I like to wear that when I'm writing my superhero shirt. Uh, writing my superhero book. I also had some shirts made up for when I was at WonderCon a few years ago in Anaheim, California, and selling my books there and stuff. And um, I had this idea, and John was a graphic designer at the time, and so he made this design, and then we printed them on t-shirts. And it says, you have more power than you realize. Now, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to step back for a second and show you my shirt. See, I love that shirt. I love it. I'm wearing it right now because um, NaNoWriMo is right now. <laughs> and I have more power to write good books than I realize. I have more power to change the world, which is the tagline of this show, than I realize. And if you can make somebody get through any part of a hard day a little bit easier because they read your book and it took them out of their world for a little bit, that is an amazing thing. You might be have your book being read by somebody who's going through chemo or um, somebody who's just had like the world's worst day ever and they're laying on the couch reading your book and they're just feeling better. And that is so worth the time that you put into it. So uh, if you decide to uh, use NaNoWriMo, National Novel Writing Month, and their website uh, for your writing during November... And you can recreate this in some ways for yourself um, without NaNoWriMo. So if you're listening to this and it's not November, but on the website, they have all the sorts of different badges. So for instance, if you log in your word count a certain number of days in a row, you get a badge. Yay, you logged in this many days in a row. Um, once you hit 5,000 words, you get a badge. Yay, you wrote 5,000 words. Once you hit 10,000 words. And a lot of the badges are right in the beginning to really give you energy and excitement and keep you going. And then as you get th go through the month, um, there's more distance in between badges. I think the badges are something like 5,000 words, 10,000 words, then 25,000 words, for instance. And I think that the um, number of days in a row is like two or three is the first badge, I think, and maybe seven the second badge, and then you know a little bit longer before you get the third badge for how many days in a row that you are writing and entering your word count. So um, gamification, whether you're using a site who's already created it for you or you're creating your own gamification, really can also be um, inspiring and make you want to just keep going. A little bit of friendly competition with your friends about who is writing the most words that day or that week. 
Um, I do have a tendency to check my friend's word counts when I am pretty much, I'm thinking to myself, I'm done for the day. And then if I see that somebody else just has already written a few hundred words more than me, I'm like, okay, I have enough time. I'm going to write a few hundred words and try to beat them. You know, friendly competition is good. Also, um, stickers. I really, really, really like stickers. Now, when Susie Mae Warren was on a couple of weeks ago talking about her new um, My Brilliant Writing Planner for 2020, we were talking about my excitement over the fact that the new planner has stickers in the back, including stickers um, to say, you know, basically, yay me, I wrote today. <laughs> and the planner also has a little space for every single day. You can write down however many words that you wrote that day. So there's a lot of ways that you can create your own gamification and then make you feel really good about yourself. And of course, then we start moving into things like um, uh, project management, goal planning, and that sort of thing, and how you can be like, yay, I hit my 10,000 words for the week, which is what I wanted, or, you know, whatever it is. So those are my best and most encouraging tips for giving you more positive energy when you're writing, whether it's for National Novel Writing Month or any time of the year. I hope that you'll take these ideas and then tweak them until they really work best for you. And you look at your life and the habits that you have already successful in your life and ask yourself how you can tweak your own writing habits so that you become even more successful, whatever that means to you, a happier writer, a more productive writer, um, writing with less stress, sitting down faster without stressing about it so much or whatever it is, it could be anything, but making it work for you. So I hope these ideas help you. Happy, happy, happy writing. Um, I am sure that as you're listening, I am also thinking about writing or actually writing or uh, depending on what time and what time zone you live in, maybe I'm sleeping and dreaming about writing. <laughs> but it's going to be a great month for us. And I hope that maybe um, this is an episode that you can listen to at other times in the future when you just need to be reminded of the things that will help you to have that positive energy boost to get more good writing done. Excellent. Let's stop talking and get back to our writing. Have a great week.